Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. 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 On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Jerry Rice was on the field, I believe, with Montana in San Francisco for the second game yesterday, which is apropos. Because in game number one, Travis Kelsey passes Jerry Rice for the most postseason receptions in history. You know, Christian Leitner had that perfect game against Kentucky and missed a shot, hit every free throw in from the field. Travis Kelsey had a perfect day, right? 11 targets. 11 catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. That was his 19th career postseason touchdown. Chiefs beat the Ravens in Baltimore 17-10. to Sports is a funny thing. Everything was Everybody was talking about Roquan Smith. Everybody was talking about the running game of the Ravens. Everybody was talking about the toughness of that city and, you know, Maybe Kansas City has gone as far as they should this year with a, uh, a group of receivers that led the league in drops and whatnot. And somebody got smacked in the mouth yesterday. It was not the Kansas City Chiefs. It was the Baltimore Ravens, man. I mean, they got manhandled by that Kansas City defense. The Kansas City defense is for real shocked at the approach that the Baltimore offense took. The defense was ranked Kansas City 28th in the NFL in rushing defense, and Baltimore tried to throw on them. I, I couldn't believe what it. What was Lamar Jackson trying to prove by not just bailing out of the pocket when the first option wasn't open? He's not a pretty passer. He's fine. He's going to win MVP because he can do both. But um, that, for a superstar player, for an MVP, one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a big game. It, it, it was like... I don't know what James Harden game. There have been so many of them. But, like, think about guys in the biggest games of their lives absolutely falling on their face. Yeah, I mean, QBR was around 40 yesterday compared to Patrick Mahomes, 91 QBR. Turning the ball over, interceptions in the end zone, triple coverage. I don't know what he was doing. It's going to be a long season for uh, offseason for Zay Flowers, the uh, rookie that's been fantastic. A horrendous taunting call that he absolutely deserved, followed by reaching out to get in the end zone. That really was the ball. Is it Romo who said it? That's the game. I mean, I mean, if they don't win it, that's the game. He was right. That was the game. Yeah, no question. I found it really fascinating as well. When Zay Flowers reached across the goal line, of course, it gets knocked out. It's a touchback. Kansas City ball. Danny Woodhead, former New England Patriots running back, immediately tweets out the Bill Belichick special, always taught never to reach for the end zone unless it's fourth down. Uh, tough, tough day for the Baltimore fans. Meanwhile, one of the great comebacks, in NFL postseason history, Kyle Shanahan and company, they get the swashbuckling Dan Campbell, and they find a way to get back in that game and get the dub. Um, really could have won by 10 if you don't get the backdoor cover at the end of the game. Yeah, 49ers beat the Lions 34-31. to They overcame the largest halftime deficit in conference championship game history. Christian McCaffrey, 20 carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Also an education for that team. A lot of great young players, but... Um, Dan Campbell, I listened. I wanted to hear the national perspective. So when I flipped away from the morning shift to hear it, a bunch of guys on ESPN saying Dan Campbell choked. He went away from what he needed to do in the fourth quarter because he panicked. Dan Campbell did exactly what he's been doing the entire season. No question. I mean, that that's who he is. And I had to call a coach in the NFL to get some perspective. What's he doing? How do you go for, for on fourth down twice? I, I, and the coach told me it's all about possessions. It's all about okay. possessions. Here's what I'll say. I almost have a bigger problem with the 24-10 go fourth down when they would have gone up by three scores. I understand that's a chip shot field goal. You tie the game in the fourth quarter. 
and Brock Purdy gets hit and fumbles, you're going to win the game, whatever. But but the thought was the 49ers are on a roll. If we give them the ball back. Uh, we might not get it back. We might not get it back. No, we'll- I agree. And look, uh, to go up 17 in the third quarter, I thought that's when they should have kicked a field goal. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. agree. I, I'm not. Listen, it's maddening as a fan. That's a chip shot field goal, really, to be able to tie the game in the fourth quarter. You don't even give your team a chance. And by the way, it blows up right in their face. The 49ers go right down the field and take a 10-point lead. You asked me before the show, who's more devastated, Lions fans or Ravens fans? And I said, Ravens fans should be more disappointed because what you saw yesterday was not the team that you've seen for the 18 weeks plus the playoffs. Lions fans should be devastated because it was in their hands. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, um, Pat Mahomes ate your lunch in terms of legacy. Pat Mahomes is now right up there, you know with who, the GOAT. If he gets another Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Brady and Montana, absolutely. 14-3 and three in the playoffs. Dude, this is his fourth Super Bowl in five years. I want you to think about a regular season where you go 14-3 and three with all the teams you play, and you go like, I don't care who your schedule is against, that's an unbelievable. That's an incredible season. Right. So now think about 17 games where each one of them is lose and go home, and you're playing playoff teams, and all these playoff teams – you're 14 and 3. Oh, yeah. Them. And two of those losses, one was to Tom Brady when the Pats won the coin flip in overtime and took the ball. He never got the ball. And then the other one was that nail biter against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah. I think he lost to Brady twice yes. in the Super Bowl as well. Tom Brady's greatest win yeah, of, all, right. of, no, no, of all time was the Kansas City game in the AFC title game. Yes. That unbelievable was, game. That That's the best he can be. I think that might have been Pat Mahomes. This, this two game run, because it's on the road. Again, yeah, he's winning on the road in Buffalo, and uh, yeah, Brady went sicko mode in that game. That was insane. Yeah, he, he hit so many third and fourth down plays in Kansas City. They were as good as they've ever been in that game. No as question. Well. Um, Hawks win at the buzzer, snap a four game losing streak uh, as uh, they move to nineteen and twenty seven on the year. How about Luca going for seventy three on Friday night? That was crazy. Does that bother Quinn Snyder? That's I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, it's the fourth what? most points in NBA history. DeJounte Murray put a tweet out that threw so much shade. Dede, how do you describe? He got deleted. He didn't play last night. What, how do you describe that tweet? Uh, very uh, emotional and, you know, just straightforward, honestly. So explain it. What uh, I mean, basically he's saying, like, look, what you're seeing on the court and, you know, what I'm being told in one instance is – it's two different things, and it, I mean, basically, he's unhappy. It sounds like with this tweet, and so, but he deleted it. Um, they deleted I don't it. Know. Somebody told him to. In essence, what he's saying is, I don't get the ball, and I'm not on the court enough, and I'm being sold a bill of goods. And Dejounte Murray probably won't last the week, if you ask me. Georgia hoops, what a game in Gainesville. They lost to Florida, one hundred two to ninety eight in overtime. They were down twenty at one point in the second half, came storming back, had the ball with a chance to win. R.J. Melendez off the bench, 35 points. They host Alabama on Wednesday night. Alabama is so friggin' good, too. Do you see the SEC? Yeah, it's loaded. Georgia's 14-6, and 4-3 and three in the SEC. Alabama beat somebody like a drum the other Auburn. night. Auburn. No, no, no. They won that. And then yeah. this weekend, they beat somebody else. They're, five, they're first in the SEC, by the way. With Tennessee, with Kentucky, with Florida, with uh, Auburn, Alabama's first in the SEC. Are they coming here? Yeah. It's in Athens Wednesday night. Damn. May have to think about that. All right, when we come back, we got a bunch to get to. Two things can be true. I think we missed out on hiring Bill Belichick. I'll be straight. I think we might have missed out 
But I also am totally pumped for Raheem Morris. Can both be true? I'll explain why they can, and he'll hear Drew Butler talk about it. It's the Steakhouse on a Monday morning, the fastest two hours in radio on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How can I learn you? How can I read you? I can out-think you, and I can out-philosophize you, and I'm going to outlast you. This is Boomer Science with the CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by Tax Slayer. Start filing for...